Welcome to It's Funny, That Makes It Okay, a podcast where we talk about what we find funny, strange, off the wall, possibly even a rant from time to time. I'm Doug Meeks, my co-host is Greg Daniel, and here we go. All right, welcome back everybody, episode 8, March 9th, and uh, starting to get into some spring weather here pretty quick, so that's good. Yep, and with that, I have got a spring cold. You do have a spring cold. So my voice is going to be kind of bad today. Um, sorry, just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> well, we'll get by. We'll do the best we can. Uh, so, uh, did you have a good weekend? Everything going all right so far? Yeah, it's been a outside good... of the cold. Yeah, outside of the cold. Otherwise, it's been a pretty good weekend. We had nice weather this weekend. Um, yeah. Um, other than that, not a lot going on. Yeah, same here. Did some uh, started doing some spring house cleaning, cleaning some windows. We uh. Starting to get ready. We do a pancake and sausage supper with our church. We got that next weekend, so we're trying to get that prepped up, ready to go. And uh, that's about it. Just getting some some work done. Actually, opened the windows up a little bit yesterday. It was kind of nice. Yeah, I'm kind of bummed. I can't do the pancake breakfast this year. I always enjoy that. Yeah, well, maybe if you know somebody there, they can get you some sausage or something at least. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Oh well, let's get started this week. Um, I think we've got a good story. Um, it seems like that uh, Chick-fil-A has kind of gotten to be um, a source for us lately for some good stories. It, they have. And heads up, next week's episode, I believe you're going to get a McDonald's rant. All right. I've got one ready to go, but I thought, well, we'll push it off till next week. Yeah. But but for this week, uh, once again, we were sitting at Chick-fil-A and we were just, you know, chit-chatting, having some lunch and we overheard a conversation. We don't we don't go intentionally to eavesdrop on these conversations. Although we might start because they're hilarious. Yeah, and both both times it's been uh, young girls from like the high school that yep. are sitting at the table. They were there and, with the, like their mom. One of their moms had taken them out there. It was three like teenage girls and the mom, and they're all having a conversation. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. Do you want to role play it? Do you want me to be the the first girl? And sure. All right. <laughs> so. I can't believe that they are saying the accident was my fault. Uh, well, it was your fault. Yeah, but I was driving a car and it said student driver all around it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what was said. She's like, but I was driving a car and it had student driver all over it. <laughs> so I guess that just gives you carte blanche to do whatever you want. If you put student driver on your car, just drive however you want. I guess so. But it's funny. The one girl's like, well, it was your fault. Yeah. And the other girl got, she wasn't like joking. She got a little defensive about it. I don't see how I can see him in court now. Your honor. Yeah. My client here. Was she driving 70 into 25? Yes. Was she on the sidewalk? Of, of course she was. Those people should have seen student driver and jumped out of her way. Yeah. It's funny how many student driver cars I've seen over the last two weeks. I know. I have too. uh, And it's made me think of that and be like, uh, boy, I better avoid these. I wonder if I can translate that into other areas of my life. Like I'll start getting clothing and I don't know, like put student, I don't know, student worker or whatever. So I can just kind of, I can do whatever. Nothing's my fault at work. Well, Well, yeah, because you have student on it. Yeah, student worker on my shirt. They should have known I was going to screw this up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so so that was kind of funny just listening to their the logic that went on there <laughs> yeah uh and, and it, the, one thing that i heard on the news i kind of brought this up to you too this is a dumb local newscaster so the, they're always fun right uh the story itself is a good story so they were talking about this guy here in illinois i believe he's up in northern illinois <clears throat> but his name's larry they call him larry the flag man larry larry the flag man and what he does is for years he's gone around and if there's been uh, a shooting or some tragedy with fire, police, I think even military, he goes to that community and he'll put up flags. Like there was a shooting, uh, I think, in Rockford, and there was several people shot. And he goes out and he puts up a bunch of American flags there. It's just kind of his way to pay tribute. And then uh, Very noble cause. Yes, very noble cause. And I guess he also does work for veterans. And this is something that I found out. I posted something about this, and uh, an aunt of mine saw that I posted something. And she said he was actually at my dad's funeral and oh, had really? put up some of the flags for my dad when he died. Oh. But I, and it's kind of a sad note. He, he's an older gentleman and he's been in ill health and uh, he was at the hospital and they took him home and he was going into hospice. And during that time, they had the police and the fire of the community went out and they put flags up for him on his way home as a way to say thank you and honor him, which was all very nice. Yes, very nice. Very nice. And uh, so, so the news 
newscaster, the news anchor, he was talking about this and telling the story about it. And uh, in the very end, he says, yeah, and Larry, he can put up 1,800 to 2,000 flags in about an hour, depending on how many people he has helping him. <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Of course, it depends on how many people he's helping. If I have a bunch of people help me, if I go out with 2,000 flags and I have 1,999 other people help me, I can put up 2,000 flags in about 1.7 seconds. Ready? <laughs> oh, yeah, I just put up 2,000 flags. I wish I would have had that back when I used to have homework. Yeah. It's like, he can get his homework done in five minutes. I know. But how many people's got helping him. Somebody needs to read this. It's like, well, obviously he can put up that many. Depending on how if it's just him by himself, it takes him a long time to put up 2,000 flags. But if he's got a lot of people, he gets, he whips those flags out left and right. Yep. Captain obvious. Yeah. So that was just kind of my gripe or yeah. Captain obvious type thing. So that was all I had for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it, it's funny the news. I tried to find some some obvious news like that. Really, didn't, nothing really came up that uh, intrigued me for the podcast. But uh, but yeah, so the news has. Well, uh, I've, I've been listening more, and I've I've heard some things that are are borderline like that's not hilarious, but some of the things they say are just so stupid. Yeah, like, really, that's that's what you're going to. I don't know. I don't know if they they go off prompter or whoever's writing the prompter. Somebody needs to read it again. Like, does this sound okay? Or again, they need to hire people who are real smart. Alex, read this. Is there anything that I said that you can make fun of? Yeah. Well, we're in the you know we're in the midst of this whole coronavirus thing. Oh yes. And and, and it's a bad thing. I'm not speaking of that. I'm I not, hope that's not what's. I'm hoping. Not have you to. been touching your face and oh, licking your fingers a little bit? Okay. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> but. But that's the thing is all the the news media is just going crazy with it. Yes, They're they like, are. and if you just read, if you read between the lines of all the news stories, basically, if you do what is always recommended to avoid flu in the flu season, is wash your hands. Yes, avoid your face. Don't touch your face. Don't lick your fingers. Um, any of that, you'll be fine. Um, so, so again, I'm not making light of the people who have it or the, you know, the cruise ships that are quarantined or any of that. That's all. It's all bad. I get it. But the, the again, the, the media is just insane. I mean, and I do think they said that you will not get the coronavirus by listening to this podcast. I saw CDC did release that that the, it's a hundred percent guaranteed. Just from listening to the podcast, you will not get the. Coronavirus. Yes, we're we're very safe that way. We're 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 sanitary here. We're even, wearing masks, even though I have a cold and uh, rubber gloves. Yes. And it's funny, I, this this morning somebody was talking about, <clears throat> they were watching a, a news story where this gal was reading about this on the news about, you know, don't, you know, make sure you wash your hands, don't touch your face or anything like that. And then when she went to flip her page, she licked her fingers. I saw, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. That's awesome. It's like, okay, uh, you just broke broke your rules there. But so, do so what yeah. we say, not what we do. And then, and, and like we've talked about before with the weather, you know, how they'll say, you know, this storm's going to affect 3.5 million people. Yeah. And it's like a, a rain shower that's going through an area or something. It's like, yes, it's going to affect somebody, but do that many people need to be concerned about it? Probably not. Pro- no, I you would know, say probably There's usually not. a smaller swath of people that it's going to really affect, and those are the ones who need to be on, on the lookout. So, yes. We've ripped on the media now. Yes, I know. we yeah. have. We went away from restaurants this week. We did. Well, <laughs> kind of. We were in the restaurant, but it wasn't about the restaurant. Yeah, we talked about Chick-fil-A, but yeah, we never have a bad word about Chick-fil-A, though. Not so far. <laughs> it's been pretty good. No, it's always McDonald's. <laughs> I, I will say their, their chicken's a little pricey. I wish they backed the price off a little bit. I guess you're paying for that extra niceness. I guess so. And the fact, well, we won't go into it because this is what we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah, next week. Yeah, so, so I won't, I won't go into so a little it. teaser next week. You'll hear. Yeah. So, so yeah, we won't go into that next week. You'll hear Greg say when he goes up to get his, uh, he goes up to the front counter. It's like, how did he know that? Now you have to listen <laughs> to figure out what's going on next week. Yeah. Why would Greg say that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. So, all right. Well, so let's see. We we just talked about the media. What yep. do we got next? Well, I think we're going to talk about our list of worst TV characters. We did the movie characters a few weeks back. Yeah. And this, again, to, to kind of quantify this or clarify what we're... I picked, like, the most annoying character. That doesn't mean that they don't bring something to the show necessarily. It's just I find them very annoying. Uh, some of them didn't bring anything to the show, I didn't feel. But some of them may have brought something to the point or something to the show 
I just couldn't stand their character. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> excuse me. And I think I kind of look at both that the annoying factor and what they brought to the show. I kind of look at both. Um, and sometimes it skews one way or the other. Sometimes they're more annoying, and other times they just really don't bring much to the show. So okay. this week I'm going to let you go first and see if you <laughs> pop any of mine off my list. Okay, this week. sure. And and I just I just have seven. I don't have a ten, a top ten list. And I'm going to just start at one. Although I didn't really list them in an order of like this is my, you know, the, my top least favorite. But I, yeah, I started... mine mine really aren't any particular order. Okay, either. good because yeah. I just made a list and after I made it, I was like, ooh, I don't know that I ranked them necessarily. Like who's the worst or who's the best of the worst. So. All right, so I'm going to go my number one. The first one I thought of as soon as I said this, or we started talking about it a few weeks back, it's it's a cartoon. Okay. And I'm going with Scrappy-Doo. He is on my list. Scrappy-Doo with he Scooby-Doo. He is my Doo. only car- cartoon character. Yes, and he is. he was, all, even as a kid, I love Scooby-Doo. I know as an adult, and we can talk about this sometime, how kids shows, and I, that's something I was wanting to get into, but I won't go that way. Kids shows, especially way back. Uh, they were terrible. They were awful. Yeah, they Scooby were Scooby Doo was the same show every week. It was always the same scenario would go up. But I loved it as a kid. But even as a kid, when Scrappy Doo would be on the show, you're like, oh, let's yeah. turn it. Let's see who. What else is on? I I can't deal with Scrappy Doo. Nope. Yeah, Scrappy Doo's on my list. Because the funny part was that Scooby was always scared, and they're running away, and he went Scrappy Dabby Doo, and he'd take off, oh, and he'd attack them. Could like, not stand them. No. Uh, I couldn't either. So that was that was number one for me. So I my first one, I kind of went really old school. Uh, I'm gonna I, a couple of mine are older, and then I kind of move into some some newer ones. So my very first one is Warren Ferguson. Do you know who that is? Uh, you know what you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That's it from Andy, <laughs> Andy Gr- Griffin. From Andy Griffith. I almost put him down, but I did not. He replaced Barney. On the show, didn't yep. he? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember how many episodes he was on, but he kind of took over as the deputy. Yeah, uh, I think on he was Andy on Griffith. one season. He might have been on two, but yeah, it was. And he was. Uh, oh my goodness, was annoying as was. all that, get yeah, out. You know, you know what I mean? Don't, huh? What? what? Whatever he would say. Yeah, I don't, he you know would what just repeat it over mean. and over. Yeah, it was awful. Yeah, 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 huh? yeah, huh? yeah, yep. huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good, good call. He was a terrible, yeah, terrible character. I think he was actually uh, portrayed. I think the the actor that played him was Jack Burns. Okay. So yeah. So that's my first one. Okay. I also kind of went old school, and I tried to bring some newer ones. I got a few from the two thousands and nineties. So I'm trying to trying to split up, not just go all old school. Yeah. But, uh, for me, I'm going into the nineties. Did I do that? Yeah. Steve Urkel, Family Matters. He was my next one oh, on my no. list. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah, I could not stand. Now, see, what they do is they bring him in. And it might have been funny, like, the first couple times the goofy kid came over. He was the next-door neighbor, and he would come over, do something terrible, and he was like, did I do that? And then he would leave. But then what they do is they start making him the focal point of the show, and it's like, oh, he's so awful. And then yeah. that was it. They kind of took over. And he, that was the show. He was the show. Then the family kind of was the second part. And right. it all revolved around Steve Urkel's character. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He was annoying, too. Terrible. Jaleel White was yep. his name. It was the actor. Um, yeah. Steve Urkel would have been my next one. But <clears throat> I've got plenty of them. So, <laughs> so I can over. I can just go right past uh, good old Urkel. And uh, I think I'm going to go next with. Uh, actually, I've got a. a a trio of characters from this show, and it's the uh, from The Walking Dead. And I know you didn't really watch I, The I've Walking Dead that much. I've watched some of it, but I have I've not watched it all. Well, my first one from The Walking Dead is Andrea. She was... I'm not, uh, not familiar with her. I probably know her if I saw her. Yeah, blonde. Um, yeah, and she just... I don't know. She just, she to me, didn't bring a whole lot to the show. I didn't think she was that great of an actress. Um, so... Uh, don't tell her I said that, yeah. you know, I, well, I don't need her probably call. just I don't lost her as a listener me, now, so. you know, yeah. And She's unsubscribing from the podcast as we speak. Yeah. My next one from the walking desk, Carl, the son, of yeah. Rick, the son of Rick Grimes. I never was a big fan of his. I, I, I didn't think he was, he was so dry and yeah, like, he didn't bring a lot to the show. Yeah. It didn't bring much to the show. 
even you know, if, again, from an acting perspective, I just and again, he's a kid, so I try to cut him some slack on some of that stuff. But the character itself just it didn't. Yeah, didn't they much. they didn't do a great job, and I, I haven't seen him in anything else, so I don't know what his you know particular acting skills are really like. Uh, as I'm a professional here, you know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Carl would be my next character. And then the last one from The Walking Dead would be Henry. And he's a newer character. He kind of replaced Carl. He was the young kid who was, everything he would do would get them all in trouble. And he was constantly doing things he shouldn't have been doing. I think at some point somebody would stop him from doing things. Oh, they did. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he's not doing it anymore. Oh, okay. He ended up with his head on a stick. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> so they didn't like him either. <laughs> But so yeah, uh, or Andrea, Carl, and Henry from The Walking Dead would be my next one. All right. So for me, the next one that my third one that I put on the list, uh, this is actually from Game of Thrones, and there's several Which characters. I didn't watch. There's several characters on there, but the one that really stood out for me that I I pretty much hated from the start because he's just. I guess in one way he was a good character because you hated his character. He was awful. And he was just ruthless. Is Ramsey Bolton. Now, he went in. He took over Winterfell. He would torture people, murder them, skin them alive. And the stuff that he would do, and you kept wanting him to just die. Like, somebody killed him. You kept, and it was like, oh, they're going to get him. And then they wouldn't get him. <laughs> they finally did, eventually. Uh, oh, great. Now you've ruined it yeah, for me. Spoiler alert. <laughs> he, had, uh, he would uh, release people and then release his pack of uh, kind of wild dogs and, and let them get torn to shreds. Well, when they took over and they, they defeated him, uh, they finally had him in a cell and uh, Sansa Stark opened the door and let the dogs come in and they, they took care of him. But, oh, did they oh take- my God. He was he was such a bad character. Again, every episode you're like, jeez. He would come on. I'm like, oh, quick torture. Because he would <laughs> capture different people and, and he wouldn't just kill them. And they, they would, it would just keep – some of it is like, Ugh, I can't keep watching this. It's yeah. too brutal. It is too much. <laughs> But yeah, he finally got his. But I was I was glad to see his character finally killed off the show. Yeah, I think a lot of people felt that way about Negan on The Walking Dead. Yeah, and I always kind of liked Negan myself. But um, but it sounds like a similar situation. Yep. I didn't ever see it. But. The other character who was real close was Joffrey the Prince, and uh-huh. he was just he was more just a snotty kid, and he was awful, and he would uh, petty and vindictive, and he would have people murdered, and he he got killed off, and. Everybody was happy when he got (laughs) And there was much rejoicing. Yes. Yay. Yay. (laughs) All right. Well, my next one, I'm going to go a little, excuse me, a little old school again. And I'm going to go to a side character on Happy Days. And that would be Mork from Ork, otherwise known as Robin Williams, who I I thought was a fantastic actor throughout his life. But, man, when he was was on Happy Days. I liked Mork. On Mork and Mindy. Yeah, once he got to Mork and Mindy, he got his own show. I don't know. That's what it was about. But to have an alien show up in the 50s. I agree. It just, I don't know. It just didn't and fit. Voice and he would, dude, he yeah, Shazbot. Shazbot. <laughs> and he would do that and he would freeze yeah, Fonzie and make Nanu. him go in slow motion. Very weird. Yeah. Up to the, it was kind of just a show about the 50s, hanging out at the burger joint, trying to get dates, you know, yeah. look, going to a rumble. And then a, an alien. It's like, yeah, what, there, what were, there, were, there were a lot of things Happy Days did that went outside of that realm that I didn't like. Well, I think like, what happened, they start running out of ideas. And yeah. they're like, well, we want to keep the gravy train coming and getting a paycheck. Right. But, yeah. Not that I could blame them on that. I mean, if somebody's writing checks to me, I'll keep writing stuff. But Yeah. And like you said, on Mork and Mindy, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. I could deal with him there. His own show... It was that was the premise. That you know was, it was yeah. going to be weird and wacky because it's about an alien. It's going to be goofy. Yeah, and I don't think they ever had Fonzie show up on there, did they? No. <laughs> Jonathan Winters, his character. I love Jonathan yeah, Winters. Yeah, Jonathan Winters. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Uh, so that was my next one, was Robin Williams as Mork on Happy Days. All right. Well, my number four, I'm also going old school and kind of a side character. I'm going Little House on the Prairie. Hmm. Nellie. Oh, the yeah. little bratty girl yeah, she who was, was always tattletelling and doing things to get other kids in trouble and just a snot and a bully. And you couldn't stand her care. There was, I can't remember. I didn't watch a lot of, well, I take that back. We probably did watch a lot of Little House on the Prairie because my parents liked it. And we, you know, again, one television, three channels. That's what you did. Right. You watched the television, whatever was on. But Nellie was awful. Just an awful character, an awful little girl. 
like I said, getting everybody in trouble, always snotty, never liked her character. Yeah. So, was never a fan whenever she would be part of like the main story. Like, we're going to get a lot of Nelly tonight. Yeah. She was, she was very annoying. And like you said, snotty brat. Oh, man. very snotty oh, brat. Didn't need to see that. All right. Well, my next one was a toss up again. I got two characters again. And this is from The Office. Uh, my first one is I got an office one later. So oh, is Andy Menard? Okay, don't have that one. And Todd Packer, don't have that one. Oh my goodness, Todd Packer is disgusting. He is. I could see I, where that be. He comes on the show. He's. I know that's how they have him written. I guess probably, but he's just disgusting. Um, sometimes it could be a little funny, but oh my goodness. And then Andy Menard, Ed Helms. I don't know. A little of him goes a long ways. Um, sometimes Andy, and as it got like newer, I think his character got a little better, but I don't know. He just was extremely annoying. Yeah. It was a little over the top. They kind of subdued his character a little bit as yeah. it got, but he was still very obnoxious. Now it was hilarious. We were watching the one last night, as a matter of fact, where he punched a hole through the wall and had to go to anger, anger management classes. I also like the one where him, him and Dwight are fighting over Angela and he gets in his car that's electric and he's creeping up on. <laughs> yeah. He runs into Dwight with his car at about two miles an hour and pins him on the wall. Yeah. So I guess if I had to lose. So if we had a battle going here, if we got to lose Todd Packer or Andy Bernard, I'd probably lose Todd Packer. Because this definitely didn't bring much to the storyline of the show. Yeah. Uh, whereas Andy, at least, um, does bring something to the storyline. I'm going to stay old school. Uh, there, there are shows that have done this in the past. There's several of them that'll do this, but they'll they'll have a show with a mom and dad and the kids, and you know they they write the storyline for the kids. Well, eventually, if the show is successful or you know they keep going, the kids get older and they get a little less cute. And they're like, well, what are we going to do? We're losing the kid graphic or demographic here, and we can't keep having the the kid who you know used to be thirteen. Well, he's twenty two now. I can't keep telling him he's going to go play football or try to make the varsity junior varsity team. Stranger, so th- Stranger Things is kind of getting that way. Yeah, so they'll bring in somebody. So I'm going Brady Bunch with Cousin Oliver. Cousin Oliver. Couldn't stand Cousin Oliver, the little blonde-headed kid, and he was so obnoxious. Yeah, he's like a little miniature John Denver. He, he was like a little <laughs> miniature John Denver. <laughs> but, yeah, they brought him in to try to help the cuteness. He was only in half a season because at the end of that, they just it didn't get picked up. It was over. But See, the, you he know, killed the show. He did kill the show. Well, I, know. I think the fact that, you know, <laughs> All the kids were like in their thirties, and they're yeah. still trying to play teenagers, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when your your son's supposed to be like a you know just a senior in high school, and he's got a full beard, he's like, all right, Bob, it's, that's I'm gonna go get some beer. <laughs> like, I don't think he's really in high school. So, cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch. What number was that for you? Five, five. Uh, let's see here. Um, my next one, I am going to pick. An entire cast. <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> I think it's because I don't care for the show, and that is Gilmore Girls. Never watched one episode of that show. Yeah. Now, there are a number of people in my house that would hate me for saying that because they love the show. Um, <clears throat> it drove me crazy. They Every character on the show talks 100 miles an hour, and they don't breathe. I, just, I sit there going, <laughs> breathe, breathe, please breathe. <laughs> And and the funny thing is, is the creator of Gilmore Girls also creates the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I like. Hmm. And there's a little bit of that with the the talking fast, but not not near as bad as Gilmore Girls. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so yeah, I mean, I thoroughly like that show. And then Gilmore Girls drives me insane. So yeah, that that's my next vote is the entire cast of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> that is a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, my sixth one is going to go to the office. So so you had Andy Bernard and Packer. Yeah. I have Nellie Bertram. Nellie Bertram. She was towards the end, the last couple was of it seasons. The British girl? The redheaded British oh, gal. Yeah. I did not care for her. I didn't care for any of her characters storylines i i didn't i thought she brought nothing to it and she was just annoying and obnoxious to me she really was she kind of rubbed me the wrong way her character i just i didn't like it yeah i did not like her character yeah and she was kind of she was kind of dumb she's kind of like a female michael a little bit because she would say things that but she was british and 
Because some, sometimes she would say things that it was she would misunderstand. And I don't know if that was because she was British or I don't know. I, I didn't care for it. I kind of lost interest in her character real quick. In one regard, she was kind of funny. The The fact that she reminded me of some people I've met at work is she would start talking about something and someone would say something back to her and she would change her story. Yes. And, and, and try to play yeah. into what they just said to her. So... In that regard, she's kind of funny. So I think because, that is, I think I found that obnoxious. <laughs> well, because it was obnoxious it's at work. True. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with it with you there though. I'm not, I wasn't a big fan. She's one that definitely, if her character wasn't there, it wouldn't have made a lot of difference to this. I have a couple more. We can call them my seven or my honorable mentions. Sure, I've got one um, more. So let's go with uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell. I almost put him, but I didn't watch that show that much. I really didn't either, but I saw, I saw it enough to find it, to know that he yeah, was super annoying. He was obnoxious. Um, yeah, and it sounds like he got annoying as an adult, too. It does sound like that. <laughs> so I'll give that one my first you know, honorable mention or my number seven, whatever okay. you want to call it. So Screech from Saved by the Bell. All right. And my last one that I have, uh, I'm going to Seinfeld, which... My that's probably my all time favorite show. Just oh yeah. If I had to pick one show, Seinfeld. Love Seinfeld. Yep. But this character, and I'll be honest and say that the actor who played the character I don't like, so that could have skewed me already. Oh, pre skewed. Um, but Sally Weaver, played by Kathy Griffin. Oh yeah. She was only in a few episodes. But it was enough that I I could I couldn't stand her character. This is before I knew much about Kathy Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Or any of her stand up. I didn't like her character then. I thought she was, and maybe that's what they're going for. They were that she was so obnoxious, and but it was she was almost too much, kind of over the top, and yeah, you know. Hey Jerry, come on Jerry. <laughs> oh, you're the devil, Jerry. Ah, yeah. <laughs> this, I, she's just obnoxious. I I can't stand her. Yeah, I was I was never a fan of hers on Seinfeld. Not not been a big fan since then. Um, so yeah, I agree with you on that one. So that was, that was the last one that I had. Yeah. And I got, I got one other, mainly lately I've been watching a lot of car videos on YouTube and there's a lot of, uh, videos where different people go out and I know this hasn't, this isn't TV, but I'm going to vent this complaint here because it's a character and I don't, I don't like him. Um, so a lot of people, they make their they make their money and their YouTube videos by going around and driving exotic sports cars. There's like one that's called like the blonde sports car driver or something. It's this gal. She drives, you know, Bugattis and different, you know, expensive sport Ferraris and all these different ones. Okay. Um, and there's another one. That's, and it's funny. They're both gals. This other one is, is kind of this Hispanic girl. And she actually like works on cars and like pulls motors. And then she takes them out to the track and drives them. And she's got you know, three or four different of her own cars. And it's kind of cool. You know, I like watching her. She's good. There is this character and you're going to have to look him up. His name is Shmi. S C H M E E, I think, or S H M E E. I, I can't is think he the it first is. mate on a pirate ship. <laughs> he, like, yeah. Is he chasing Peter Pan working with <laughs> Captain Hook? Yeah, he may as well be. <laughs> He's like, hi, I'm Shmi. And today we're going to be driving the, the new 2020 Corvette ZR1 or whatever, you know, and, and it drives me insane. So is this supposed to be a bit or is he supposed to be like real? I mean, he's got a real name, but he's a YouTube celebrity and that's how he makes his money. I guess I looked him up. He's worth $15 million from doing these. He goes and drives cars and he got to go to Jay's garage. He got, but I cannot stand his personality. He's just very, you have to look him up and, uh, Apparently, so, you and I are the dope, so I mean, we need to start coming up with yeah. some weird character and driving exotic sports cards and getting I, paid $15 million. I would million have to go dollars. the opposite direction, though, and drive, you know, like daily beaters. And oh. <laughs> maybe that would work. Maybe I could just go, okay, today I'm going to be driving my You said the opposite direction. I thought, I thought you were going to say you have to be an exotic, beautiful girl that works on cars. Well, I guess if I could do that... <laughs> You got enough money in the right surgeon. You know, we can I, make it happen. The, the cross, the cross dressing car uh, work. I, I'm right. I fit right in with the times. There you go. <laughs> I identify as an auto mechanic. That's right. <laughs> yeah. $15 million yeah. to drive exotic cars. Yeah. And he goes on drives. You know, he owns a Ford 350. I'm like, does he, does he, so he does, they don't own the cars. He just goes and drives them. He, they, so they, do they, they give like a review of some. it? 
Yeah, I mean, like while he's driving it, he'll talk about the hand. But he just seems like like a regular guy that somehow lucked into this. Now I don't know anything about him. Maybe he's super educated about cars, and I just his YouTube channel just drives me insane. Well, I hear this, and all I hear is. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I have a chance still. Yeah, I guess. And I and sounds like my dream job. What do you do? I drive exotic cars and I get paid a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, you're a race car driver? No. I just videotape myself driving around town and then I talk about the car, how much I like it. And then, you know, I meet Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't I don't get it. Sign I mean, me up for that one. Yeah. And and I think some of them, you know, they get the, you know, the attractive female on there to, to show, to drive the car or whatever. And they're appealing to a certain demographic or whatever. Yeah. On that one, I'm having a little bit of trouble. Why? I'm not an attractive female. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even an attractive male. No. <laughs> <laughs> even male, kind of. No. <laughs> so... Anyways, that we know you've had your man card pulled several times. Yes, so. my man card has been <laughs> shredded and <laughs> mutilated. And <laughs> so, even though that wasn't a TV character, I had to vent about. Uh, I'm gonna have a, to look that up now. I've a never YouTube seen character. Uh, oh, he drives me insane. Um, so, anyways, yeah. After this, you'll have to look him up. Shmee, 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 the driver. Yes, Shmee. Yes. <laughs> okay. That was, uh, and you would think, is he saying Schmitty? No, it's Schmee. Just Schmee. Like, like I'm not sure if it's S-C-H or S-H-M-E-E. He's, I don't know if he's British or what his nationality is. Obnoxious. I think his uh, nationality is obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. And the funny thing is, is he looks like what would have been like maybe one of the, the computer nerds from classes when I was in high school. <laughs> it's not like he's, you know this Italian Ferrari racer looking guy or anything. He's the, I don't know. I don't want to rip on his looks. I mean, and again, okay. he's getting paid a lot of money. So yeah, I whatever. Know. He's doing something right. I just, maybe he looked out and saw there's, you know, just hot, good looking people driving cars. And he said, you know, we're really underplaying the, the audience of uh, like nerdy, normal people. So I'm going to play into that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to dress down and uh, you know, show these guys they have a you have a shot at driving a Bugatti. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. <laughs> oh, if we had more than eight listeners, I probably'd get some bad feedback about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw we were up to ten. So oh, that's okay. good. Well, we keep okay. it coming, people. Yeah, keep so it coming. That might have cost us one because <laughs> I ripped on Shmi. Well, well. <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> yep, yep. Maybe it's jealousy. I all looked right. at I looked at fifteen million dollars. I'm like, holy cow! Yeah, that's that would be uh, that'd be all right. Yeah, but I was annoyed with him before I knew he made that much money. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, okay. There's my rant. Okay. Well, I give anything else? I think that wraps up the TV characters. For yeah, me. the TV and the one lone YouTube character. All right. Well, I'm going to bring up some products that I have seen. I've been making some notes over the, the last few months. These aren't male products, are they? Or I'll let you make a decision on okay. that. I, I don't know. I'm just going to just. I have not. Se- I have not seen these products. Just so. the thing uh, I see. First, I saw this. It was in a gas station, and uh, I've got a. I took a picture of it, so I'll throw that out there. But it's called the Funky Monkey. Okay, funky, it's in it this, sounds like a song from the I, or the it, dance from the '60s. It does. Do the Funky Monkey. So. Anyway, it's it was in a box. It's this little plastic monkey, and uh, <laughs> it says "Funky Monkey," and then it says "Fun on your fingertips." Okay, <laughs> what are you doing? But with it a looks funky like monkey? it's a little plastic monkey, and it looks like you can squeeze him, and his arms open up, and he'll hold on to stuff, and like you can put him on cords, or I don't know, all kinds of different things. Supposedly, I guess. <sighs> I didn't really look too much other than when I was there, I was looking at the box. It says Funky Monkey. It shows the monkey. And then there's a little picture of a banana. It has some writing. And I started looking like, what does that say on it? It says 40 plus ways to play. <laughs> so that that right there, it really intrigued me. It's like 40 plus ways to play. I just picture the, the boardroom where they're at. And the guy brings this out. Here's our toy. What is it? It's a Funky Monkey. What can you do with it? All you can do is just put it on like a cable. It just hangs there. Oh, no. There's so a just lot like more. Clamp, like I, clamps on. I think so. I think it clamps on and will hold on to different things. So, yeah, he's like, get my best team on this. I want to know what else you can do with this. Okay, Chief, we've come up with 40 plus things. Not just 40. 40 
plus. So it, it could be 50. It could be 80. We don't oh, know. They got the plus. That's we good. don't know how many ways that you can play with this. So I, I was, I almost bought one just to see, but it was like <laughs> 15 bucks. I'm man. Not 15 how big is it? It's, I don't know. It's like probably maybe four to six inches. Okay. And I, again, I, and I must, I might be missing out on all the fun that you yeah, could do at with least this. 40 plus 40 ways. plus ways to play. So, and the plus is what I really liked because <laughs> huh. you know, the guy's like, we can't even uh, say for sure that these are all the, here's a list of things you can do, <laughs> but that's not the exhaustive list. There did could he, be more. Did it give you any examples? No, it just says 40 plus ways <laughs> to play. <laughs> and that's it. That's all that's on it. Funky monkey. Fun on your fingertips, 40-plus ways to play. Huh. It kind of reminds me of when I was in high school, and afterwards, I, in my car, I had these two little koala bears. You'd squeeze their back, and their arms would open up, and you'd clamp them, like, yep. onto your mirror. Or kids had them on their pencils, yep. or they had them. These, and that was popular at the time, little koala bears and different animals. <laughs> I had one. I got it one year for Christmas. It was a hot dog, like, in a bun, and it had it was like had a face on it, and dangly legs and arm and the arms you'd squeeze and it would hold on to stuff. So it's like a hot dog and a bun with like mustard and ketchup on it and googly eyes. Hmm. Sounds to me like the funky monkey stole that. I, I think so. I think my brother had one. It was a pickle. So yeah, I don't <laughs> Mine know. Mine koala bears. Koala bears are big right now. You could probably bring those back. Yeah, they were, I'd have two, one on each side of my rear view mirror in the car. Kind of forgot about them. But yeah, so that was the first thing I saw that kind of really, I don't know, like 40 I'm, plus ways to play. I'm going to need a tissue. You brought back a memory. I brought back. Uh oh. <laughs> if you knew how much I cried. Well, I'm going to tell your wife. We're going to have to bookmark this one so that she knows you had a feeling. Because that, that has only happened like four times, hasn't it? In your yes, life? I think so. <laughs> and we've got it on uh, record now. We've recorded it. This is groundbreaking i think we talked about stuff like this last night <laughs> well not me not me and greg no but well you were here well i was here but we were all just you know playing games and stuff greg wasn't you know confiding in me <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right the next thing is i was traveling for work and uh came across this sign now i'm gonna just tell you the sign and i'm gonna see if you can figure out i'll tell you what the place is later but the name of it outside, it said Leisure World. Okay. Leisure World. Sounds, I like leisure. I do too. It sounds nice. I even looked up the definition of leisure because I was like, you know, what leisure was freedom provided by the cessation of activities. Okay. I'm good with that. And then I, so also after the definition, it says, you want to see a list, you know, how Google does list of the top leisure activities. I'm like, sure. What are the top leisure activities? Reading says going for a walk in the garden, eating, playing games, cooking. So Leisure World, if I said, "Hey, do you want to you want to pay to go into Leisure World?" <laughs> what do you think's going to happen in the Leisure World? Um, what do I think's going to happen? <laughs> uh, it sounds like one of those adult bookstores you drive by. <laughs> <laughs> no. It is it's not a it's not an adult bookstore or adult I guess. Are they bookstores? I I don't know. I've not whatever they are. It's not an adult store. <laughs> okay. So there. We'll, we'll we'll just say that. So leisure, you know, Ooh. I could massage. See, that would be one thing that you would think. Uh I, I don't know. I get a picture of like a bunch of recliners in there. <laughs> so maybe a place you can relax and yeah, play soft yeah. music. The lights are low. But no, this is Leisure World Health Club. Oh, it's an exercise. Is that not the most inappropriately named health club in the world? <laughs> or they're trying to get people, hey, come to our health club. We're not going to work hard. We're not going to yell at you. You won't even sweat. You're yeah, going to come in relax. here. Relax. You know, listen to some music. Maybe sit in a recliner. <laughs> How's this going to build my muscles? Maybe they'll, you know what, though? Maybe pe more people go. You know, people always buy a membership to a health club and then never use it. True. Maybe true. this one is, oh, we have people, they're here all the time. We can't get them out of here. <laughs> they come in, they take naps, they eat snacks, they go for a leisurely walk. For some reason, they get larger when they're here. I don't know, but not muscles. <laughs> yeah. They don't have spinning classes. There's nobody yelling at you. It's yeah. got like Bob Ross guy talking, okay, we're going to just take a little walk now. It's If you're feeling <laughs> up to it, let's go. I don't want anybody getting over 
over uh, stressed here or working up a sweat. <laughs> why, why, do I, why do I picture a classroom with about nine recliners lined up and you're sitting in them and the teacher gets out there. Okay, today we're going to extend the reclining yeah, footrest. Okay, now One. push down on the handle on the side. Click, don't overexert. Push down. Oh, no, no, they're electric. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now for the next 30 minutes, we're going to just think about positive thoughts. <laughs> Happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. <laughs> so, yeah. So leisure world. I yeah. thought that uh, not appropriately named, but uh, a, probably one of the, the funnier names I've seen for a health club. <laughs> but impact leisure. Impact leisure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Combat leisure. <laughs> screaming at you. I'm going to make a video of that and see if I can sell it, you know, like as a, uh, you know, video series <laughs> like they used to do with the, yeah. <clears throat> the exercise classes and stuff. <laughs> How did you get that impressive gut? <laughs> You're in some really bad shorts and a tank top with a head bandana and wristbands on. All right, listen up. We're yeah. going to. Really go at some hard leisure today. Yeah, and I'll be in the front recliner, and I'll have, like, two behind me with people in them, you know, mimicking my actions, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, And, and some extend. Some and push back. <laughs> and extend. And push back. Pick up the remote. Flip it. <laughs> you might have a million-dollar idea. I right? might. I might. All right. And the last thing I got for this is, uh, I, you know. I do a lot of traveling, so I, I have to stop. <laughs> a I bathroom. I'm a traveling man. <laughs> I was up in a, another city in northern Illinois, and I was going to uh, a job. And I thought, well, I'm going to use the bathroom before I get to the job. And there was a mall. Uh, it was looked abandoned. It looked like it was, uh, you know, <laughs> seen from some movie. I think most malls look abandoned. Yeah, like a, <laughs> a, a dystopian future world. <laughs> Were there zombies in it? <laughs> there could have been. I think they would have liked that. would have been somebody, but right, no, there wasn't anybody. <laughs> But I went in and they had the men's room. So I go in the men's room and I used to use the restroom and I wash my hands. And they have one of those vending machines. Now, no, this doesn't have the horny goat weed in it. <clears throat> oh, that's too bad. But uh, it looked more like it was like a family type of uh, re restroom uh, area. So Family restroom? Yeah. I mean, because oh. it was like, and this, the vending machine had like, you could get aspirin and there was like stickers of uh your favorite NFL teams that you could put 50 cents in and get like, okay. Could you get funky monkeys? No funky monkeys. Oh, okay. But they did have a couple and I took pictures of these. So I'll throw those out there. The first one, it just says pot of gold grab bag. <laughs> the pot of gold. Yep. And then, wow. <laughs> only 50 cents. New products all the time. All Every the time. turn is a lucky turn. <laughs> and that's all it says. And for 50 cents, so I was like, what do you, I don't know what you're even getting. <laughs> I'd be terrified to, to get one. <laughs> a pot of gold grab bag. I don't know. And maybe maybe this isn't family friendly. It does not say. I don't know what's in the grab bag. <laughs> so for 50 cents, you could go up there and get you a pot of gold grab bag. Hmm. New yeah. products all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the time it's new. <laughs> no old products. I think you should have bought one just to see what I was in it. I thought about it. I almost did. But then next to that, they had one that was even... More interesting. <laughs> this one was 75 cents. Oh, big dollars. Yeah. And all it says is sticky stuff. <laughs> Give me Assorted a shapes sticky and stuff. colors. One per vend. Collect them all. Just sticky stuff. <laughs> I have no idea what is in a men's bathroom vending machine that's sticky stuff, but I am not paying 75 cents. No, you can scoop that up off the floor. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, who knows where. But, yeah, <laughs> so you can get you some some sticky stuff for 75 cents at the bathroom at the mall. Oh, I wonder if sticky stuff, if you get a small amount in the, the grab bag one than the first one, <clears throat> maybe as a sample, you know, to prod you on to buy the more expensive sticky stuff. That could be. Yeah. That could very well be. You know, upsell you. Yeah, so anybody <laughs> wants to know where that's at, I can give them directions. You can go up there, get you some uh, a pot of gold and some sticky stuff, and uh, just have a good old weekend. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All, All right. right. What well, else we got? Well, what I got, I heard this. This one really was uh, good. This is going. I'm going into the news now a little bit here. Okay. Uh, this is out in Berkeley, California. Which and normal, <clears throat> most of the time, normal things happen. Oh yeah, in Berkeley. Oh, there's, it's all. There's you never know, any unrest or any. It's, it's really. Just the heart of the country. Yeah, it's a haven of peace and tolerance. And <laughs> Apparently, there's a woman out there who jogs. So she's healthy. She's out there jogging. And, uh, you know, 
trying to be health conscious. Good on her. Yeah. But <laughs> she's having problems with her neighbors. Oh, those neighbors. Yep. So she decided she wrote a letter to her neighbors, and somebody posted it on uh, kind of like the, the Morton Knights page. They posted it on <laughs> That's their our version local, of a, local town, the, the best of next door in Berkeley. Yeah, best of Berkeley. <laughs> so this woman writes, what's up, neighborhood? One love. One okay. love. As a vegan runner, it's always hard for me. I love that. It's not just yeah. a runner. Yeah, you've As already, a vegan you've already runner, pigeonholed into wherever this is going. Because, listen, if you want to be vegan, that's fine. But that's whenever somebody's a vegan, it's like, that's it. That takes over their whole life. Everything is vegan. I don't go up and say, well, I'm a carnivore. <laughs> yeah. I'm a carnivore runner. And I expect you to be. Yes. I don't want to. So anyway, so as a vegan runner, it's always hard for me this time of year when the weather starts warming up and folks start opening their windows. Several nights a week, I'm out running around dinner time, and when people have their windows open, I can smell what they are cooking. I've noticed a sharp uptick recently in smells of folks cooking meat, and it can be quite overpowering. Quite honestly, the odor is offensive, and I'm hoping our community can have some empathy for its hashtag plant-based neighbors by closing their windows if they're cooking meat and only putting vegetables on their barbecue, which I don't understand what that means, but okay. <laughs> only putting well, yeah, vegetables on the barbecue. Uh... So I, and then I like this one. I don't want to be a stereotype. Too late. <laughs> I added yeah. the too late. I don't want to be a stereotype, so I won't go into detail on why the odor of cooking animals is offensive. But I encourage you to do your research and join the movement. <laughs> So I again, I love like if you want to be vegan, whatever, yeah, go ahead, more power to you. But I love how they take it, and, and then they force, they need to force it on you. It's not enough that they don't eat meat. You shouldn't. I don't even want to smell, yeah, the meat. Yeah, I don't want to smell it cooking. I don't want to see pictures of it. <laughs> like you know what? Too bad. Yeah, I would be out there field dressing a deer the next time she <laughs> runs by <laughs> like oh. yeah you want some fresh uh, venison i've got some how about some summer sausage yeah i got a nice uh, grill of brats going here <laughs> but i just thought that was just obnoxious and i love the hashtag plant-based yeah how about this don't run at dinner time yeah or how about this you know pick a different time to run yeah go run in in a park where they're not cooking or yeah. they're maybe no, they're, they're barbecue grilling i don't out know there. in california if they can barbecue out in a park anymore. well maybe that, not that might be illegal tofu the homeless have probably taken over the park in California. <laughs> you, can grill, you can grill up some tofu. That'd be. <laughs> but yeah, so some of the people, it's gotten different responses, some positive, some negative. But I thought that's that's just kind of obnoxious of of, of her, isn't it? Just to, to expect her neighbors just to, hey, I, I am this way and you need everybody needs to cater to me. Well, yeah, that's a little extreme because you can't expect everybody to change the way they're, you know, this is like affecting most people i mean because it's probably you know i don't know about in berkeley or in that area if the majority is vegans or whether they're you know carnivores or whatever but you know you can't you can't just blanket expect people to stop cooking their meat in the and opening closing their windows in the springtime and not grilling because you want to go for a jog you yeah. know go jog somewhere else jog at a different time yeah, you, know. you need to do that so yeah all right, I got another thing here. This was uh, locally, uh, and this is kind of... We probably don't have many vegans here. <laughs> I know uh, several, I, actually. actually. I, do, I do know a few. Um, I, I am not. Can't stand them. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Some of my friends. Yeah, we, it's a free country. If you want to be a whack job, I mean... <laughs> relax, laugh. You can laugh. It's okay. No, you can't. <laughs> You're probably right. There'll be no laughing. Yeah, don't, don't get offended, everybody. Uh, this was at a, uh, or a grocery store. <laughs> and this ties into a rant that I've had before. Okay, first off, I hate that uh, you, you go to the store and people show up in pajamas or just the rattiest <laughs> clothes, whatever. Pajama pants, flip-flops, yep. uh, house shoes, a ratty shirt. I've always hated that. Well, now there is a grocery store that has a new promotion. And it says a new promotion at the Green Top Grocery in Bloomington is catching the eyes of millions of people around the world. If you come to the store wearing a bathrobe, all milk products are 10% off. 
I saw that. I'm like, why are we encouraging this? We should be. No, you. if you come to the store in a button-up shirt, I'll give you 30% off. Yeah. Because you're making an effort. It's like, don't encourage people to come to the store even in, you know, like, here. Just wear your radius. It says your best bathrobe, actually. So, um, but anyway, they was talking. They said to start off just trying to make our customers smile. Sometimes people view grocery shopping as the not most fun thing, and we're trying to bring some levity, levity to it. Uh, the marketing coordinator said. But uh, again, what, what's next? Okay, if you wear your fuzzy bunny slippers, you'll get thirty percent off of bread products. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I think we need to do more to get people to kind of step it up. People are already at the lowest common denominator at the well, store. Well, yeah, you're not putting any, you're not putting any extra demand on them. I mean, that's like, okay, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, they're already there in their pajamas. So yeah. throw a robe on. Okay, I guess I can do that. Yeah. That's the least I can do is put my bathrobe on. Yeah, maybe I'll show up in my shorty robe. And put a stop <laughs> to that. They don't want to see me walking around there and that. Yeah, just here to get my milk. Oh yeah, I'd say I'd say if uh, encourage them if you you put on some uh, some decent pants, we'll give you an extra ten percent off. You throw on a good shirt, we'll give you another ten percent. <laughs> put a little effort into it. Nice shoes, yeah, yeah. I'm or good. shoes, not yeah. even nice shoes. How about yeah, shoes? shoes? Period. <laughs> but long pants, a shirt with no holes in it, and shoes. Yeah, we'll start there, and then we can try to work our way up. <laughs> All right. And the last thing is, is I've got a little health relay. I'm trying. Let's try to see if we can help some people with, with health because we're health conscious, even though we make fun of vegans. But and, and I have know, a cold. And <laughs> yeah, but we are. So I, and I have a lot of family members that deal with this. But um, how do you deal with anxiety? If you get, if you have anxiety, how do you deal with it? Shove it down. <laughs> push it. Push it into that box. Shut that box. Lock it up. We never talk about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that's kind of how I deal with it. I kind of just, uh, I don't, uh, as you heard last night, I'm not particularly a great communicator. <laughs> so I've heard. So, <laughs> yes. so, it, so that's it was the suggested. Word. That's, that's the, the word, word around town. <clears throat> at least around the house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I kind of tend to push it down, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, there, there's lots of things that you can do. I mean, because... My wife deals with anxiety, and you know I've got family that would members. Be you, that will, right? <laughs> probably I am the cause of most of her anxiety. <laughs> but there's lots of things. I mean, because you can you can go talk to a psychiatrist, or you can get prescriptions. There are apps now that you can download that help you, like breathing techniques, or that will talk to you, like just relax, try to think of good things, don't let the stress build up. There's a lot of things you can do to try to get through anxiety. I'm surprised Lori hasn't given me a prescription to make me communicate. <laughs> She's probably working. She might be working on it. It's crumbled up in my my drink. You know? She might she might be working on it. Well, I feel really talkative tonight. Yeah, wow, I just can't <laughs> shut up. I feel I feel a tear. <laughs> she probably put it in a bottle and keep it in the fridge. What's that? That's Greg's tear. Yeah, it's we one. have we have him. He cried one time, and that's the tear we got from him. So I'm saving it. <laughs> anyway. Um, I read an article here where Bill Clinton was interviewed and he talks about how he managed his anxiety. I, I thought I'd share how he does it. it. Maybe it's another way. Like I said, we've got, you, you can talk to somebody, you can go to a, a professional, uh, <laughs> you can get a prescription, you can download apps for your phone. There's self-help books. There's, there's a, <clears throat> a variety of things to help deal with this anxiety, but apparently, so what's his, for way? president Clinton, he explained that, uh, the Monica Lewinsky affair was his way to manage his anxieties. <laughs> well, he I didn't guess, want to sleep with the way. intern, <laughs> but he had to for his health. <laughs> I got to think, it seems like that's kind of a vicious circle. If you had an affair, wouldn't it cause more anxiety and cause you to have more affairs and more anxiety and more affairs? <laughs> you would think. And, it's, and then you got Hillary on top of that. <laughs> well, he may have a valid point then <laughs> for his. I don't know. <laughs> But he got me like, I wonder, can you get a prescription for that? Hey, Doc, I have a lot of anxiety. Well, you need to sleep with an intern. <laughs> really? Yep. That's the best way I found. Here, I'm going to write you a prescription and uh, take that and uh, just go get that filled somewhere. <laughs> get it filled somewhere. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> 
don't think my wife would appreciate that either. Even if I told her I had a prescription, what are you doing? I got a prescription. Honey. Yeah. The doctor said I need to do this for my health, <laughs> <laughs> my anxiety. Yes. I think I would have other health problems. So if yes, <laughs> if I did do this, I would have some more <laughs> serious health problems that I would then have to deal with, <laughs> like removing an axe from my head. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's the axe from the show last week. That is the same axe. It's, <laughs> it's sharpened and ready to go. <laughs> so anyway, I, I read that and uh, thought, oh, that's an interesting. I, I've not heard of that way to deal with your anxiety. Is you just you just got to have an affair with an intern. I think I've heard of a number of men that have dealt with anxiety that way. <laughs> I don't think it ever really works out well. Though. I don't think it does. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a cure. I don't think it helps them much. Yeah. Yeah, you don't hear of that being, oh, that was the the best thing. <laughs> that really helped my marriage. <laughs> I was very anxious about it, and now I don't have a marriage. <laughs> yeah, nothing I have anxious. no anxiety about my marriage because I'm not married anymore. <laughs> now I'm anxious about my finances because I only have half of what I used to. <laughs> if even that. And now the intern doesn't want to sleep with me. <laughs> so I'm anxious about that as well. <laughs> so anyway, that was it. A uh Remember, everybody, I am not a doctor. We, no, we just try to not. help out. So uh, <laughs> these these are not uh, professional um, suggestions. Yes. If you are really having anxiety, consult a professional. Or sleep with an intern, but that's on you. Yes. Not on us. No. So I think that wraps up just about everything that I had. That's all I got. I got nothing. All right. Well, let's move in. Let's see what kind of stupid holidays they have this week that we could try to make fun of. Um, well, on Monday, today, March 9th, you have napping day. Oh, no, it's funny because it's Monday. I'm liking, I'm liking this day. This like is it. one of the few holidays that we've done that I'm actually like, Hey, I'm all for this one. Yeah. I like that too, because yeah, I could go. Now, for do they a have nap. a parade for this holiday? <laughs> it would be a mellow parade when it's no bands. <laughs> Everybody's trashed out on the sidewalk yeah. sleeping. <clears throat> no, it's a unofficial holiday. That falls on the Monday after Daylight Savings Times begin, so you can catch up that hour you lost. That actually makes sense. Yeah. So I lost an hour last night. I kind of would like it back. So tomorrow at work, I'm going to nap for an hour. There you go. Are you going <laughs> to nap in the morning or in the afternoon? Um, not at lunch. I mean, you know, you're not getting paid for that. Yeah. I might break it into two 30-minute ones and do a morning and an afternoon. That is genius. Yes. <laughs> so... How to celebrate it? Take a short nap. Uh, if your country does not observe daylight savings time, I thought you were going to say nap day. I'm like, are there countries out there? This is actually a national <laughs> holiday because I'm moving. Well, it, well, yeah, but then what you do in that case is you follow daylight savings time and nap um, and napping day. Uh, wow, I cannot read. Um, anyways, make up your own. Basically, I think Greg <laughs> just took a nap. I, I He's did. back. My brain did, anyways. Um, so yeah, um, so yeah. Just uh, wow, I just went blank on this one. <laughs> anyway, back Monday up. is nap day. <laughs> nap day tomorrow. So yes. take your nap. Take it's, a get your favorite pillow and comfy blankie and and lay down and take a nap. Yeah, and if you're in Indiana and you don't know whether your county observes daylight savings time or not, because they're different all over the place there. Yes. Good luck, <laughs> and then good luck getting your nap in. <laughs> All right. Well, Tuesday, March 10th, is Mario Day. Mario? Mario. So Mario Day is a day to celebrate the main character of the popular Nintendo video game, Super Mario. Woohoo! Mario. I could play some Mario Kart. Yep. The reason it was chosen, it says, is because if you abbreviate March 10th, M-A-R-1-0, it looks like... Mario. Oh. So it makes sense. That's I'm like, genius. Wow, that makes sense. So how can you celebrate? Cele- celebrate? 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 You can spend the day uh, playing the iconic game. Maybe dress like an Italian plumber. Or try to rescue a princess. <laughs> Are you going to have Italian a plumber butt crack? <laughs> I, whatever floats your boat, man. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, go right ahead. But anyway, so Tuesday, March 10th, Mario Day. All right. Well, on Wednesday, March 11th, aside from being my brother's birthday, happy birthday, Tracy, <laughs> um, it is Oatmeal Nut Waffle Day. So make yourself up a batch of oatmeal nut waffles. That does not sound good to me. No. But I don't like oatmeal. So, Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be healthier than the standard waffle. So you can get a healthier waffle that day. Um, so how can you celebrate this? 
Um, let's see. You can have lots of oatmeal nut waffles. Uh, add an assortment of nuts, pecans, cashews, almonds, walnuts. What about adding some raisins or dates to the mix? Yuck. <laughs> Not on my waffles. I don't mind raisins and dates, but uh, experiment with toppings. Hmm. Experiment with them. <laughs> On the waffles or just like separately throughout uh, the day? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> so anyways, make yourself up a batch of oatmeal nut waffles and go to town. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, Thursday, March 12th. Good evening. That's my worst <laughs> impression. But uh, it's Alfred Hitchcock Day. It's a day to celebrate the iconic film director, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, so if you want to celebrate this day, I would suggest going out and, uh, watching some Alfred Hitchcock movies Yeah. or you can find, again, I think we've talked about this before. When I was in grade school, we had an Alfred Hitchcock record that on rainy days we could stay and listen to records. That was one of the records we'd want to play. And it was scary, Tory, scary stories for children uh-huh. by Alfred Hitchcock. And so they were, it was, yeah. it was kind of fun. That it was interesting. Fun. And you can find that on YouTube. I may even put a link of it out there. Yeah. yeah they were go. kind of fun. Listen to some, but Alfred. yeah, so you can watch some Alfred Hitchcock movies. Three of my favorite Alfred Hitchcock movies, not psycho. I would say rear window. I love that movie. He did some really groundbreaking stuff with his movies. Yeah. So yeah, rear window. Great movie rope. Jimmy Stewart. I don't think I've seen that. That one. one's well done because it's a one shot movie. It's one of the first. I, I don't know if it's one of the, I don't know if it's the first, but it's one of the first where it's a one take. They started rolling and that was it. They ran the whole movie like they did with 1917 of this last year. Kind of that same wow. idea. Now, it was a little easier for them because they was just in an apartment and they'd have to go between rooms. <laughs> but rope is really good. And then the third one is a movie that they did called Lifeboat. And the entire movie took place on a lifeboat. It was huh. right at the beginning of World War Two. Uh, a British or a, a cruise liner gets torpedoed and goes down, but they were able to get the uh, submarine too. And so you have some Germans and some people from the cruise ship are all on this lifeboat and the struggle of just psychological stuff. Very entertaining, very good. And it's all done just on the lifeboat. That's it. Huh, interesting. Very good movies. But yeah, Alfred Hitchcock, he had some really great, great movies. I love them. Interesting. Huh? May have to try to watch one of those on that day. All right, well, on Friday, the 13th, Friday the 13th, uh-oh. Yes, it is. No, it's nothing to do with that. Oh, not it's not Jason. Okay. No, it's Jewel Day. Jewel Day. <clears throat> Jewel. The singer? Not the singer. Oh, okay. No, this is about jewelry. Bling. <laughs> so, we're going to celebrate all things shiny, blingy, and sparkly. Like Ooh. vampires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sparkly vampires. Um, no, it's just, I guess, to celebrate jewelry. Um, so how to do that? <clears throat> Excuse me. Buy yourself a piece of jewelry that you have been eyeing forever. Hmm. Uh, exchange handmade jewelry with your friends. Use this day to take care of your jewels. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you're taking care of your jewels every day. But if you want to wait once a year, I guess this would be the day to do that. <laughs> Well, at least it's just uh, a day. <laughs> oh, I wasn't okay. expecting you to say that. Well, that's what it says. Okay. I, I didn't read that one, so. Well, now you're taking it in a bad spot. I, I didn't. Because the next thing is to learn more about jewels from different cultures. <laughs> oh, okay. The, the last one is to listen to the music of Jewel. Okay. The American singer-songwriter. Well, there you go. Oh, all right. Well, Saturday, March 14th is pie day and not the eating kind of pie. We're talking P.I. And why is it pie day? Because, again, if you abbreviate that day, it's three, the third month and it's the 14th day. So three, one, four. That's the abbreviated pie. And how can you celebrate pie day? See how many digits into pie that you can remember or learn. And uh, you can also just go out and eat a pie. Whatever your favorite type of pie is. Mine, probably Dutch apple. Pecan. Oh, I like lemon meringue. Uh, summertime, you get a good strawberry pie with some whipped cream. 
Um, any of those, really. Yeah. I could be good with I that. I could go for pie. So that will probably be the way I will celebrate Maybe it. Maybe I'll have them put a little pie symbol in the top of my crust. Hey, there you go. Yeah, then I'm celebrating pie with pie. Yeah, so 314 day, pie day, March 14th. All right, well, March 15th, Sunday, is everything you think is wrong day. <laughs> I thought that was every day. Yeah, I did too. I was like, how is this going to be celebrated any different than every other day I have? This unofficial holiday is a gentle reminder that we are all imperfect. It prompts us to accept that there are a lot of things we are wrong about and encourage us to spend some time correcting them. I thought that's what wives were for. (laughs) (laughs) We're reminded every day of all the things we do wrong. I don't need a day for that. Or maybe I'll bring that up. Hey, you don't have to tell me. Every yeah. March 15th, I'll yeah. remember this. Sunday is, you know, that day. <laughs> so how can you celebrate this? Think over things that you think are wrong and spend some time correcting them. I'm going to get that axe in the head again. Yes. And then secondly, if you are ever told that something you have done or thought you know is wrong, be brave and let them know you're willing to learn and fix your mistake. Not only will you gain the respect of your peers and your loved ones, you will learn something new. Oh, and here's a little teaser for next week. <laughs> Monday's day may be the opposite day Ooh. of that. So we'll see. All right. Sounds like you're going to be a know-it-all. Oh, you <laughs> might be. All right. Well, I think that wraps up the episode. Yay. Yes. We yes. made it through. I made it through, even though this was, I'm sorry about the uh, the vocal quality of my voice, but... Greg's about to pass out. He's propped himself up here on chairs and pillows, <laughs> trying to make sure he doesn't just fall over. So I think we're going to have to wrap this thing up, and uh, you should probably take you some cold medicine. Yeah. All right. Well, have a great week. All right. We'll see you everybody in seven. Yep. Be back. See ya. See ya. Well, that's the show. Thanks again for listening to It's Funny. That makes it okay. Be sure to join us next week for a break from the mundane. Please rate, review, and share our podcast. Feel free to send comments to it's funny at comic.com. Remember, if you see or do something that's a little questionable, as long as it's funny, that makes it okay. <laughs>